Good morning. This is the first wake-up call here at 93.3 CFMU. For first up, my name is Joe Marr, and I thank you firstly for tuning in. Secondly, hopefully you're having a good morning so far. And thirdly, I look forward to sharing this morning with you. It's the 23rd of December, which means it's only two days left until Christmas comes around, and so I've got a lot of Christmas cheer to share with you if you aren't already in the spirit. We've got a lot of music today, which will be mostly, if not entirely, Christmas-related, as well as some content coming right up from the production room about Christmas. So stick around, stay tuned, we'll have a lot coming for you. But first, this track, which is a Christmas song to kick off the entirety of the Christmas playlist, so I'll catch you in a little bit.
and there it is in all its final glory. Well, at least most of it, if not all of it. That was Vince Guaraldi and the Vince Guaraldi Trio with Christmas is Coming off the ever-so-famous album A Charlie Brown Christmas. And that there, by the way, the trio is Vince Guaraldi on piano, Fred Marshall on bass, and Jerry Grinelli on drums. An absolutely legendary trio, not just with this album, but just anything Charlie Brown and even the, tr- the trio itself with all the other tracks they released outside of Charlie Brown. But this particular album just has a certain magic to it every time you listen to it. For, for this particular case, I was ever so lucky to find it on vinyl. Now, it's one of those reissues, but at the same time, even with a reissued version, there's not much you can really do to change the sound of Vince Guaraldi, to be really honest. So I figured I'd go for it. And uh, it just sounds so wonderful, especially because there's an interesting flow uh, in order of the tracks on each side of the vinyl, where one side starts with O Tannenbaum and ends with Christmas Time is Here, the instrumental version of that. The second side has the vocal version, which we all very well know of that same song, Christmas Time is Here, and it ends with green sleeves. I'm not sure if it's, um, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the special, but I don't know if it flows along with that, but but nonetheless, regardless of whether it is or not, it's just such a wonderful listening experience every time I put it on. Even if you start in the middle, it's still really good. Anyway, let's get to some more music now. Last week on uh, First Up, I played uh, another Christmas classic from Andy Williams uh, by the name of It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. He also has another one that you may know of by the name of, it's actually Melody of Melody, Medley, there's a difference. The Medley, which is a combination of two songs, Melody is purely just, imagine just Andy just singing a song with no background music whatsoever, or all of them were in unison with Andy. In any case, it's uh, it's another one by the name of Happy Holiday, um, uh, and uh, it's the holiday season, the holiday season. So the Medley between those two tracks. And in fact, interestingly, when I came across this record, uh, it actually features Andy with his brothers. So they're dubbed as the Williams brothers doing purely the holiday season. So I figured I'd go ahead and share that particular track with you, and what better way than to get this Christmas classic with not just Andy Williams, but with the Williams brothers right here on CFMU. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground, and when old Santa Gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back, and lots of goodies for you. It's the holiday season So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-dock And don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney down He'll have a big fat pack upon his back And lots of goodies for you and for me So leave a peppermint stick It's the holiday season So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-dot And don't forget to hang up your 
sun Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney Coming down the chimney Coming down the chimney Here now with a rendition of the Christmas Waltz from their 2016 album, When It's Christmas Time, here's Johnny Summers with the Calgary Jazz Orchestra. Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside, painted candy canes on the tree. Santa's on his way, he's filled his sleigh with things, things for you and for me. It's that time of year when the world falls in love every song you hear seems to say merry christmas may your new year dreams come true and this song of mine in three-quarter time wishes you and yours the same thing too Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way 
What fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Crosby with Jingle Bells, which features the Andrews Sisters and Vic Schoen and his orchestra. That was originally recorded in 1943 and was featured on the original of the ever-so-famous Merry Christmas album, which was released in 1945 and 1947, both as 10-inch discs, so 78 RPM, and then was released in 1949 as the first LP, the 12-inch version, and then once again in 1955, the redesigned, ever-so-famous one that we now know with Bing Crosby and the Santa hat on the white background. And uh, that is just a classic album. Now, speaking of bells, let's get on to our next song, which features them uh, from Ray Conniff and the Ray Conniff Singers on this album, Christmas with Conniff, released in 1959. These bells are silver bells. Silver bells. Sidewalks dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you
lights, even stoplights, blink a bright red and green as the shoppers rush home with their treasures. Hear the snow crunch, see the kids bunch, this is Santa's big scene, and above all this bustle you There'll be no sadness, 
it's Christmas in these parts. That there was Rochelle Van Zanten from the with the title track of her 2018 Christmas release. It's Christmas in these parts. Uh, this was a self-released album and the fifth uh, of her series of albums after beginning her solo career in 2005. Uh, she hails from Northern BC and is listed by Randy Bachman as one of Canada's best slide guitarists, which certainly shows as an accomplished singer-songwriter, singer-songwriter that she is. <laughs> and just before that was indeed Elvis with Peace in the Valley that was coming off of his Christmas album, Elvis's Christmas Album. That's what it's called. Uh, that was released originally in 1957. Uh, this particular version comes off of a re-released album in 1959. It's just the album covers that have changed, but the content is exactly the same. And this album has also seen, just like Bing Crosby's, many re-releases over the decades. And this, along with Bing Crosby's, I'd say, I believe, in fact, statistically also, are two of the best-selling Christmas albums of the century. Anyways, it's about that time that I'm going to start uh, releasing and sharing with you that content uh, from the production studio that uh, was prepared by one of our volunteers. Uh, so let me set this up. Let me set this tape. So first what will happen is we're going to pause for station identification really quickly. And then right after that, it will be this production segment. Uh, this was something that I tasked with uh, one of our volunteers, Josh Cooper. He is actually a volunteer of many departments here at CFMU, not just production. He does his job very well, his whatever he does very well. And um, he put together this compilation of uh, just a bunch of other volunteers sort of takes on the Christmas season, their favorite films, their favorite songs, and just about anything about their favorite about Christmas altogether, about the season, about Christmas, about just winter, pretty much that. So hopefully you enjoy this segment and we'll be right back here on 93.3 CFMU. This is First Up. Santé! Du français Hamilton? Ben voyons, c'est sûr! Musique, entrevue, annonce culturelle, portez un toast avec nous à la francophonie d'ici et d'ailleurs, tous les lundis, de 16h à 17h, à l'émission French Toast avec Hélène Caron. Hein? What was that? French in Hamilton? Mais oui! Join the party! Listening to Hamilton's other official language never felt so good. French cultural announcements, music, interviews, French Toast, Mondays from 4 to 5 p.m. on CFMU 93.3 FM. You're listening to CFMU 93.3 FM, McMaster Radio. It's that special time of year again, the time of year when people stop focusing on their own personal desires and start focusing on the wants and needs of their family, friends, and community. It's Christmas time, and with that comes time for reflection of the way we've treated others throughout the year, as well as time for celebration. Celebration of all the people and things we have that bring joy into our lives, and that includes Christmas music. Whether it's Bing Crosby belting out joy to the world, Nat King Cole crooning Oh Holy Night, or Mariah Carey serenading the sweet lyrics of All I Want for Christmas is You. We all have that one holiday tune that hits the right chords in our heart. I listen to um, Christmas carols and like hymns because one, my families are very religious. And so like during the Christmas, we go to church. And then two, um, like I listen to like, I don't know. I mean, people will say it's pretty basic, but like I like in my playlist, I do add All I Want is Christmas is you by Mariah Carey I think and then like um oh man I can't think of anything else but like you know those um general theme of the music like you know those bells jingling and then like you know um very uplifting and then like 
Ode to Joy, <laughs> those kind of things. So yeah, that's what I listen during Christmas. Not just Christmas Day, but Christmas season. One of my favorite Christmas songs is Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. And that's because whenever I go on YouTube and I search up mistletoe parodies, that those are the funniest ones that show up. I think my favorite Christmas music is Feliz Navidad. And that's because it's kind of a... It kind of makes me feel like it's a hot song, like a summer song, but it it's really a Christmas song. I like that it uh, it makes me feel like not as down as the weather usually makes me feel. And it makes me feel like I can enjoy the good times and forget about what's going on outside. Oh, hands down, that would easily have to be It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams uh, because it's just an absolute Christmas classic. Every time you hear it, it never fails to get you in the Christmas spirit. Uh, the orchestration, the background uh, vocals, and everything about it, and especially, obviously, Andy's voice, is, it's just, it just makes it so magical sounding. And the, however, if I were to pick a close second, it would have to be Ella Fitzgerald's rendition of Sleigh Ride, which originally was by Leroy Anderson. And itself, that instrumental, that uh, orchestral version, really gets you in the Christmas spirit. But Ella's also gets you in a, in, a, in a unique way, in a sense. I guess it's kind of because it was featured in Elf, the film, uh, where I remember where uh, Will Ferrell was coming out, he got kicked out of the Empire. I think that was part of it, when he got kicked out of the Empire State Building after the shenanigans he did the last time he was in there, trying to visit his dad, his biological dad. And then also, uh, I believe it was in the toy store when it, when um, he, I think when it first opened, and they were showing off all the decorations he did to kind of welcome the so-called Santa Claus that was coming to the toy store to greet the kids. Um, but nonetheless, no, it was, it was great. And then when I take I, when I take that song and listen to it strolling down, you know, any city street, it kind of makes you it, it kind of uh, makes you think of the Christmas scene sort of developing around you. Uh, all across. like you know, you look around and you'll start seeing you know decorations going up. Uh, uh, the Christmas lights going up, anything like that, people getting festive in their stores, their homes, uh, or, you know, just people just waving hi, saying hello. Sometimes you might see the carol every once in a while or something. It's just like a really, really cool city, city strolling kind of song to go by and just watching Christmas unfold and develop in front of you. Uh, now, here's another one, actually, that came to mind. Um, it's also Sleigh Ride, funny enough, and I think for Sleigh Ride seems to be the popular go-to for many great covers and really just festive uh, variants of the song, um, but this one version, and I, I just wish I could remember the guy's name, but I can't pinpoint. Just an absolutely interesting and wonderful rendition of Sleigh Ride again. But uh, this one I'd say is for the, the uh, if you're more into the stylistic elements of music, this version of Sleigh Ride, and this was introduced by a friend of mine from high school, since high school, uh, is actually in 7-8 time. So if you're new to time signature, 7-8 time, unlike 4-4 four, four, or the common time, is just, as uh, most folks go by, it's like, you know, instead of just count, counting 4, or if you to take it in 8th notes, that's pretty much 4-ish. Um, <laughs> Excuse my clapping. But um, then you've also got 7-8, which is basically dropping the last 8th note. So the way he divided this was kind of like 1-2-3-4-5-6-7-1-2-3-4-5-6-7-8. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> it's hard to describe because you know clearly I can't talk and clap at the same time. But you should check it out if you ever go to YouTube and do a do a YouTube search for Sleigh Ride Seven Slash Eight. So Sleigh Ride Seven Eight Time. That's what it would be. And one of the first results that come up that should be it. Just a wonderful and very unusual yet very interesting rendition of Sleigh Ride. So so yeah, there's my selection of just absolutely you know essential go-to Christmas music. 
Happy Hanukkah by Walk Off the Earth featuring Scott Hellman. Yes. Just like the best holiday song ever. It's not even a holiday song. I listen to it all year round. Honestly, I didn't I didn't enjoy it until a few weeks ago. And then you guys told you're a me fake fan. you guys told me it was Walk Off the Earth and I got so excited because I love Walk Off the Earth. They're so good. And it's They're a holiday so good song. At their job. They have so many holiday songs actually. They have a whole album called Beard Ballads and it's just Beard Amazing. Guy who, you know, passed away unfortunately. But he had a whole album that was just him playing like Christmas songs on the piano, and he called it Holiday Beard Ballads. That's amazing. It's beautiful. That's so but yeah, good. Happy Hanukkah. What Easy. are other good holiday songs? Obviously, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. It never gets old. Michael Bublé, Baby It's Cold Outside. Yep. Because he just has the smoothest voice. Zoe Deschanel singing mm, that baby song. Baby It's Cold Outside, yeah. <laughs> from Elf, though. Specifically, the excerpt from Elf. <laughs> So then we should say Zoe Deschanel featuring Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a god. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Here's another holiday classic that we here at CFMU hope brings a smile to your face this Christmas season. Thank you. 
Christmas joy is not limited to just Christmas music either. Every year, movies are released that tug on our heartstrings and remind us that Christmas is the season of giving as well as the season of perpetual hope. From classics like A Christmas Carol and A Miracle on 34th Street, to comedies like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Bad Santa, to kids' movies like A Charlie Brown Christmas and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, there are Christmas movies for people of all ages to sit and enjoy throughout the holidays. It's not just Christmas movies that play throughout this time of year, either. Movies like Eight Crazy Nights and Little Fockers help diversify the season by adding a little touch of Hanukkah for everyone to enjoy. So what's your favorite movie celebrating the Christmas and Hanukkah season? Um, well, I think there are several um, favorite films that I love to watch. Um, not to mention Home Alone is a, is a big thing. Yeah, Home Alone is a big thing. Um, I think there's like three among the, like, for the entire movie series. Yeah, I think I want, I, I would, I would normally watch both, all three of them. And then, obviously, I'm Korean, so like, I'm, I, there are several other, um, Christmas themed films that I, um, watch. But main, but mainly, Home Alone will be the major ones. And then the other things, like, minor, I would say, will be like, some Disney films that has like really uplifting and like you know calming down, and then like uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but like there was that special Christmas song that is really famous with everyone, and then like all of those movies have those have that music, so that's what I do. I watch those films like very snowy winter, wearing Santa hat, um, I don't know, like parents forgetting their kid. I guess yeah, that's what I watch. As a child, my favorite movie uh, for Christmas used to be Barbie and a Christmas Carol. It always taught you how to be grateful and thankful for everything you have and also respectful to others. Um, my favorite Christmas movie is actually a Hanukkah movie. Uh, it's called Eight Crazy Nights, and I just think it's absolutely hilarious. It's got some Christmas themes, but it's actually a Hanukkah movie. So that's my favorite Christmas movie. I'd, I'd have to just go with the classics, uh, at least uh, for me growing up. Now, growing up being just, you know, things I'd see. I really wish I'd seen the original Charlie Brown when it used to be the original television special, but that certainly is one of them. Um, you know, soundtrack-wise is certainly just one of the best things ever. Vince Guaraldi, the Vince Guaraldi trio, who put the music together, just an, a, just an absolute phenomenal job. You know, it's like just listening to the music. Um, even if you don't have a uh, Charlie Brown or any of those characters, ta cha uh, <laughs> I'm confused. I'm about to confuse talking and chatting. So chalking or tatting, um, talking or chatting with each other. Uh, you know, even if you just were to play um, a silent version of a Charlie Brown Christmas and put Vince Guaraldi's music over top, it would just be able to tell the story and paint the scene entirely perfectly. Especially when Christmas time is here comes on, whether it be vocal or instrumental, you can totally just imagine the snow falling, very quiet street, just, you know, peaceful, tranquil, just you're taking a nice stroll, a slow, easy walk through a whole bunch of snow, that kind of thing. Just everything about it is so perfect. Now, if you're talking about more of, I guess, modern flicks, I'd have to go with Elf. Naturally, that's one of them, where some music, good music came out from being featured, and, you know, just Will Ferrell did a phenomenal job in that film, and just the whole premise was wonderful. Uh, you've also got The Polar Express, which pretty much counts as a Christmas film, and my goodness, you know, I remember reading it first as a book, 
Um, and then when the film, when I learned that there was a film adaptation, I, I, I don't know if this is the book came first or the film, but regardless of, when I learned there was a film adaptation, I said, I have to see this. And one day I came across and I said, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. It never fails. Every time I'd seen it, it was always a thrill to watch, every single time. So, um, yeah, I'd go with those two films. Die Hard. <laughs> and Iron Man 3. Yes, yeah. Can't forget Iron Man 3. It's a great Marvel Christmas movie. Best Christmas movies. Shrek the Halls. Shrek the Halls. Oh, my God. How Incredible. did I not think of that? Like, also, Elf. Yeah. It's pretty mainstream, but you never go wrong with it. Yeah. Christmas but, with the Cranks. Eh, I don't think it's up there with Shrek the Halls, but it's okay. I really like it. I don't know why. I just, I watch it every year, and it just, I feel, it's very nostalgic. Personally. You like the movie where Tin out. Tim, Tim Allen gets a spray tan that looks disgusting and you have to look at it for like half the movie it's pretty funny it's <laughs> disgusting I hate that scene where he tries to eat like pineapple out of a oh my whatever. god oh. oh and he gets Botox so his That's, face doesn't move I hate it okay like objectively that scene's really uncomfortable but the movie is great nice is. holiday classic it is the Doctor Who Christmas special the, the what I mean there's a new one every year but they're great I can't say I've ever seen a doctor who christmas special my my uncle makes us end christmas eve dinner a little early so we can all go watch the doctor who christmas special ian yeah wow, what a guy <laughs> honestly for me it's the uh, the brooklyn 99 christmas specials mm. those are pretty good those are always a good time yeah 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 checks out oh home alone also duh i disagree the third home alone one is... just kidding why <laughs> The one where Macaulay Culkin is, like, grown no, up. No, just... Macaulay Culkin's not even in it. Or the fourth one? Is it the fourth one? There's I don't know. The ones without Macaulay. I'm kidding. I love the ones with Macaulay Culkin. I'm fine with them as long as it's not the one with Donald Trump. That's the second one. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, gosh. People just talk, on about, that one, people talk about that one scene way too much. It's like, hey, remember that time that Donald Trump was in Home Alone? I'm like, no. And I, like, why is that, why is that your so thing about relevant. Christmas? I don't. I don't care. Yeah, no, I mean, that's fair.
The holiday season is upon us, and with it comes a variety of different customs and traditions that many families take part in. Two traditions that my family takes part in every time the season comes around stand out for me. First is our holiday tradition of going skating at the local outdoor rink. It's just a five minute walk from our house, and with spotlights, you get all the hockey time you need. Second is our tradition of watching Team Canada play in the World Junior Hockey Championship. Growing up, I rarely missed a game. What customs or traditions does your family take part in over the Christmas holidays? So, there are several things I do in Christmas.、Um, Normally, like usually, I go back to home with my family during the Christmas break.、Um, so, we do a little bit of family reunion in like every four months, kind of thing.、Um, we get up and we go to church on the Christmas day, even though,、um, not even though, like it, we are really religious. And then,、um, We have a little Christmas lunch or dinner. We don't do it like really like festive thing, but we just go out and then have a you know s- small dinner or lunch in a restaurant.、Um, it doesn't need to be like Western cuisine, but like sometimes we just have like traditional Korean cuisine. But the I, we think I think the、uh, main point of the Christmas is celebrating the celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So that's what we do. We celebrate in our own way.、Um, If the time allows us, we,、um, I mean, we spend with, we spend in time, we spend time in the home,、um, watching Netflix together or like doing our own things. Or、um, I normally go out with my other friends who are also studying abroad because it's also the Christmas season for them. And all of them from like United States,、um, uh, um, United States, Canada, like Mexico, and like in the European Union, they all come back to Korea. And then we do a little reunion because we, you know, used to share the. Some we we have a good brotherhood, so like we met up, we meet up, and then like um we have a little sm- have a small dinner or something, and then like we just hang out. It's basically the reunion time for me. So one of my favorite Christmas、uh, pastimes is baking. I really like baking cakes, and I like decorating them with Christmas ornaments and icing and frosting. I remember once upon a time、uh, with my family and I every Christmas Eve. We'd always go have our family dinner somewhere. Now it was always a, a, a struggle sometimes, or in most cases, because places typically closed. So our go-to by default was almost always Swiss Chalet. So typically,、uh, I think at about you know about two, three, four、uh, o'clock in the afternoon, just before they close, because typically I think they were they were historically known for closing in the early evening,、uh, and so we'd run there to try and see if we could、uh, snag a spot. And dine in. Sometimes we take out other years,、uh, but yeah, it was always just that rush every time. Just about after lunchtime, it always say, "Okay, guys, we better go ahead and start running before Swiss Chalet closes." And we'd all start getting up and moving, and we still do that every once in a while too, just to try and catch some Christmas dinner.、Uh, although right lately, because I've been here, you know, it's been <laughs> tricky to identify and recall exactly what we've been up to. But we've had dinner in some cases, and then there's obviously you know Christmas Day we'd come.、Um, Uh, my cousins on my mom's side and our family, we typically would, and also on my dad's as well. We rotate houses and have sort of a big, massive family Christmas party, and、uh, you know, just gather together. All, all the 
the kid cousins, um, kid being the youngest, being my younger sister, and the oldest being one of my cousins who is now in his 30s, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's just a, just a big gathering where everybody would get together and just have some fun. We'd play games. We'd, uh, as a kid, as I mentioned, for the kids, we'd all we'd have a big secret Santa that we, for which we would have already drawn names way back in November, and then taken the next couple months uh, gathering those gifts and then exchanging them on this day. Uh, we'd sing carols and just you know just have that kind of a good quality time uh, together and just enjoy the time that way. Um, Tradition-wise, or you know just pastime-wise that I find myself doing mostly during the Christmas season, you know, aside obviously from playing Christmas music and attending concerts and such, is um, I, I guess there's, um, there's an element of, uh, I don't know, I think it's mostly just visiting people, if anything. Uh, more more than anything, really, it's just uh, you know whether it be for for my parents who knew people, or even for myself nowadays, I find myself doing it more often just paying a visit to folks that I've either never seen in quite some time, or you know who may who I just am looking forward to seeing, just that kind of thing. But you know, it's it's always fun every single year, and I never get let down with anything. Listen to Happy Hanukkah by Walk Off the Earth. <laughs> Do you just sit there and like stare at the ceiling and listen to it on repeat? No, I do other things while I'm doing it. Mm. Like I make Christmas decorations. Like I made a Christmas decoration that was uh, John McClane crawling through a vent. Guy from Die Hard, for yeah, those yeah. of you who don't know. Yeah. But so it's like a trend. People are making them for their Christmas trees, like little ones that fit like an ornament on your Christmas tree. And it looks like there's a Naturally. vent coming out Naturally. with John McClane crawling through it. Yeah. I made a life-size one. Yeah, no problem. I just had like a box and a ton of aluminum foil. And, and I made too much time. Yeah. But I showed it to my family right after I made it. I like I've already done this, but my I showed it to like my extended family was over, I forget why. But nobody had a positive reaction to it except like my one cousin who's like super quiet. Yeah, what'd your cousin say? <laughs> she said, said that's Woo! cool. But then everybody else <laughs> was cool. just everybody else was just kinda like, What? I just feel that at this point your family just expects stuff like this. Yeah, from you right. so they're like yeah yeah checks out this is supposed to be right. a christmas thing and this is just <laughs> delving into why i'm weird <laughs> i think one of my favorite holiday activities mm, making donuts with my uncle <laughs> because i give up halfway through at making the actual like a donut shaped donut because that's just so mainstream so i try to get really creative mm. with the shape of the dough one time I tried to make four-leaf clovers, but then it expands and just looks really weird. So it never actually works, but they taste great. I'm mad because I still haven't like gotten an invite to Christmas at you know your family's because I want some donuts. We eat all the donuts in less than 24 hours. Yeah, we exactly. have a problem. I want to be there. I want to have a donut. This year for Christmas, I'm going to ice my whole family, and I'm really excited about it, and I think that's going to be a fun activity. That just, just seems like wondering. it's going to go south for you. Why? Do you really think your uncle Ian is going to just accept that he got iced? Yes. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm going to say, Ian, you have to drink this ice now. And he's going to say, I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> okay, wait. I think you left out something important. Oh, no. What? Eating President's Choice candy cane oh flavored ice cream. Oh, my gosh. I love President's Choice candy cane ice cream. And Christmas tree shaped cake. No, that one's less good. I wasn't near the I like the that, President's but... Choice one. I, I personally think you need the Christmas tree-shaped cake. It's like a coffee cake, so it's in a circle. It's but not then a it, coffee cake. But it's shaped like a coffee cake. It's shaped like say. a tree. It's shaped like a coffee cake. With, and then around the edges, it's all like a bunch of trees together. It's like a little forest. I think you have some misconstrued ideas of what this cake looked like. It was just a giant tree. 
No. Yeah. No. Yes. I, no, it wasn't. Objectively? Yes. Objectively, you're wrong. <laughs> no. I bought it and you didn't look at it for three of months. Co- I, of course I looked at it. It was in the middle of my kitchen for three months. <laughs> <laughs> looked at it every day. Looked at it more than you did. Okay, I think we have enough content. <laughs> for CFMU, I'm Joshua Cooper. And that there was Josh with his segment on Christmas-themed items, music, television, film, and pastimes with a family, with friends, and with one's own self. And uh, thank you so much, Josh, for your contribution to this episode, as well as to the contributions of the volunteers whose voices, lovely voices, you heard there in that segment, to Harrison and Critica, who are both volunteers here at CFMU, as well as multi, uh, multi-departmental ones uh, much like Josh, too. And uh, Sam Marchetti and Morgan Porteous of Good Morning McMaster, uh, they also contributed uh, their input with their great banter there, as you heard. And um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Hopefully you're all having a great holiday season so far as this episode airs, as well as if you ever come to review this or come back to this episode at any time in the future. Uh, Once again, just to plug uh, our website uh, and to to be able to catch this, even if you aren't any of Sam, Morgan, uh, Harrison, Critica, or Josh, or myself, (laughs) you can always catch this episode and any episode, for that matter, for any of your favorite programming here here at CFMU on our website, which is cfmu.ca slash shows, and you can check out all the shows, and you'll find um, the last eight weeks uh, worth of episode and podcasts on the show page right there. Uh, so that's cfmu.ca, and then you can just find your show, uh, which can be through cfmu.ca slash shows, or if you navigate onto the website and look on the homepage, you're going to look in the top right for where you can see what looks like a calendar if you're on a, um, a computer or a laptop, or on the bottom left if you're on a mobile device. And then from there, you can navigate through all of our week's worth of programming and find your show. And from there, you can select from one of the last eight podcasts. It's now time for more music as we continue this special Christmas-themed episode here for First Up on CFMU. And to kick things off, we'll be playing more from the Vince Guaraldi Trio Charlie Brown Christmas album because one simply cannot get enough of it. This time, we'll be playing a track called What Child Is This?
of Christmas comes the rise of great fantastic choral pieces. That there was in fact McMaster's very own university choir from their album Christmas in Many Lands. In fact there were two selections there, not so much a medley but a continuous recording of two because the first one was so short so I figured I'd include a second one off of that album. So the first one you heard was something called Oh You Little Darling Baby a Bulgarian Christmas tune. Very short one but you could kind of hear the soprano the alto and the tenor bass kind of um, doing a call and response with each other. So a great little short selection there, followed by Do You Hear Angel Voices Singing, which was the longer selection from their Ukrainian tune. Um, And uh, this album is just comprised of a bunch of Christmas tunes, traditional Christmas tunes from all over the uh, the globe, not so much just the country, but all over the globe. And in fact, this uh, choir was conducted, uh, and a lot of these arrangements were uh, done up by Frank Thorlson, who was a professor here at McMaster University, but a very successful man in the Hamilton community. Uh, directed, uh, appointed director of music at Mac in 1959. He's also made television appearances and radio appearances over the CBC networks, the CBC radio uh, and uh, the CBC television. He also had 60 television lectures in 1962 over CHCH, uh, and this series being repeated in 1963. If you can guess then, this album was recorded by the 1963 to 1964 members of the choir, comprised of 65 people. Just a wonderful, very soothing, and absolutely beautiful album entirely. It is now about that time that we're reaching to the second wake-up call, and therefore the third third of this episode of First Up and of our program entirely. So right after this station identification, we'll just take a quick pause, not too long, and uh, we'll do the second wake-up call, and we'll have more Christmas music coming along with you on this Christmas special here on First Up. This is 93.3 CFMU. And now, a CFMU listener love letter. Dear listener, Have we ever told you how much you mean to us? Without you, we would have no purpose, no reason to get on air. From the day you first laid ears on us, way back in 1963, it was true love. We promised to be there for you, no matter the challenge, to be your voice in the community. We don't tell you nearly enough how incredibly lucky we are to have you in our lives. Dear listener, we love you. Forever yours, CFMU. Hi, this is Ellen Doty, and you're listening to CFMU 93.3 FM. Good 
morning. This is the second wake-up call here at 93.3 CFMU. For first up, Joe Moore here with you this morning. Hopefully you're having a good one. Well, we've uh, so far on the program played a whole bunch of Christmas music, and I think we're still on track to make it an all-Christmas show with all Christmas music and such. And we also feature the production volunteers as well as other volunteers here at CFMU talking about our favorite music, uh, Christmas music, Christmas films, and just our favorite pastimes during this Christmas and holiday season. So it's Christmas everywhere, left, right, and center here, and that's not going to stop because we're still going to keep that going through for the next half an hour of this program. So yeah, stick around, we've got plenty more to come. So earlier in the program, I played a very famous version of Sleigh Ride from the Ronettes. And uh, a little backstory behind this, uh, actually not so much the song, but more so the album. Uh, This comes off of an album, at least this particular version, by the name of Phil Spector's Christmas Album. Now, um, the version we have here at CFMU is actually not the original release, but it's from 1981 under a label called Pavilion. Uh, so anyways, this album actually began as something by the name of A Christmas Gift for You from Philly's Records, which was uh, released first in 1963, and then not too long after that, it was re-released as A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector, who was the producer of the album, and he sort of wanted to apply the ever-so-famous wall of sound effect to the Christmas album. So ever since then, it's actually been re-released many times. The first version where it was called Phil Spector's Christmas Album was from 1972 under a label called Apple Records, and then it's been re-released subsequently 1981 which is this version we have here in the studio. And there's also another one in 83 and 84 and in 87 under Impression, Passport, and Rhino, respectively. And then, obviously, after that, CD formats and digital and such and so on and so forth. But in any case, I'm going to play a track off of this album. Um, and it's just such, it's such a good album, so definitely do give it a listen if you ever get the opportunity. Uh, this is from Bob B. Socks and the Blue Jeans. and They only have uh, two tracks on this album, but we'll be playing one of two of them here for you this morning. And uh, this is called The Bells of St. Mary's. In fact, this track actually precedes the Ronette's sleigh ride by just a couple tracks on the same side. So here is Bob B. Sox on the blue jeans here on CFMU. This is first up. The bells of St. Mary's
Yeah.
And there is Ray Conniff once again with the Ray Conniff Singers, this time with a medley of songs, beginning with Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, and then Count Your Blessings, and finally, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. That was from their 1962 album of medleys, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. This song and a bunch of the songs on this actually take me right back to my childhood as a kid because my parents had a bunch of cassettes and, and the CDs of Ray Conniff's Christmas music, and every year, you know, you never got sick of Ray Conniff. It was always a joy to hear him and his music and his choir every single year, whether regardless of what you were doing at the Christmas scene, whether it was, you know, having dinner uh, or for the season for that matter, really not just Christmas, but for the whole season, whether you're having dinner, decorating, wrapping, opening presents and such, and even just spending time with family and friends or partying, even his party music, Ray Conniff was there always there and he has continually been and he still will be so uh just an absolute christmas classic and for us a household staple now speaking of christmas music it occurred to me as well that you know recently there are some people that certainly aren't quite fond of christmas music and some that just really just don't have it have nothing for it just you know completely dislike christmas music and you know in case in case you you may not be so much into christmas music i i certainly don't mind you know i understand that totally i acknowledge that and it's perfectly fine so recently i came across an album from a hamilton band by the name of two times the mono they in 2008 released an album by the name of lo-fi christmas which is a quote-unquote christmas album um but it has an interesting backstory and an interesting sort of sound to it. So we'll begin with the album because it was released in 2008 and it was a, a Christmas CD for all 12 months of the year containing all new and original songs. So it was, in, it was intended such that you could design such that you could play it all year round. And the idea being that uh, it was a Christmas CD for people who don't like Christmas music. Now, two times the motto, as a quick little band intro as well, began as a one-man band, uh, that one man being the uh, man by the name of Randell Newdorf, who was a multi-instrumentalist, uh, and it really shows in the uh, lo-fi Christmas album, uh, sort of the uh, the sleeve of the of the of the of the disc uh, cover, whatever. I'm 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 at a loss for words at present, but uh, the my goodness, what's this called? The paper thingy? The uh, the cover. We'll call it the cover of the CD case. But anyways. Um, in this particular album, he was joined by his brother, Reagan Newdorf, who played bass and glockenspiel, which is a rather interesting combination, and Adrian McFarlane on drums and tambourine. So they eventually went on to become a trio for Two Times the Mono, and most recently, Randall Randell has introduced his daughter as part of the band, and now they are considered sort of a daddy-daughter band, Two Times the Mono, that is. So from this album, we'll be hearing the title track called Lo-Fi Christmas. And what's interesting about this um, this album is that it's got that Christmassy feel to it, but not quite at the same time. It's like a very generic, but it, it, it it's, you know, words can't quite express it as of now. If I ever find the words, I'll probably put it on my show page and I'll probably let my future self determine those words. But for now, in the meantime, here's Two Times the Mono with Lo-Fi Christmas right here on CFMU. It's better than before 
Christmas Day. That was from Zoe Deschanel and M. Ward, better known as the duo She and Him. That was from their first Christmas album, A Very She and Him Christmas from 2011. It's about that time now that we're going to get to our last song of the day. Um, A little bit of a longer song, hence why this is going to be a bit of an earlier sign-off for me. But before I get to that, I just wanted to say a few words of thanks very quickly. Firstly, to the production volunteers and the other volunteers who took part in that Christmas uh, segment you heard earlier, if you were tuning in this morning. If not, that's no problem. You can always catch this podcast online at cfmu.ca slash shows slash 159. And you can look for this episode under the show listings, or the episode listings, rather. Uh, To them, thank you so much. So to Harrison, Kritika, um, who else is in there? Josh Cooper, who actually put together um, all the... all the segments with his lines as well as Sam and Morgan of Good Morning McMaster thank you so much guys and hopefully you're having a good one so far if you're tuned in right now and most importantly to you listening thank you so much for joining me this morning whether it's been just now or recently or for the whole program for all we know yeah it's just it just means a lot to me because you know it's just a great amount of support that you that you provide not just to me but for the entire station overall at large so thank you so much for supporting community radio and for joining me this morning hopefully you continue to have a great one and also with that i also wanted to just wish you and yours a very merry christmas happiest of holidays and to whatever else you may be celebrating this season hopefully you celebrate well and in full spirit once again this has been first up for 93.3 cfmu broadcasting live out of the basement of the Student Center here in McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, and uh, this last song we'll be playing for you is one by Vince Guaraldi once again pulling up that album, The Vince Guaraldi Trio for a Charlie Brown Christmas. This is the full instrumental version of Christmas Time is Here, and I'll be playing it for you to just to get to hear Vince Guaraldi and the trio in jazz in their full jazz glory and just in their art and in their element. So once again, enjoy and take care. We'll see you next week. This episode of First Up has been pre-recorded.
Thank you.